You're listening to The Real Well Show with Kathy Fetke, the real estate investor's resource. Welcome to The Real Wealth Show. I'm Kathy Fetke, joined by my husband and co-founder and CEO of Real Wealth, Rich Fetke. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. (laughs) Yeah, I love having you here. And I thought today we could sort of do a Cliff Notes version of both of our books, which are both currently out and I believe still bestsellers right next to each other. Yeah, they are right next to each other, snuggling up next to you on the bestseller list. It feels really good. (laughs) I like it. Oh, it's so fun. And you really inspired me to do my revision, which was on my goals list for the past five years, but life got in the way. Uh, I wrote uh, Retire Rich with Rentals in 2014. And my goodness, the world has changed a lot since then. <laughs> mm, big time. Yeah. Just a little bit, man. Yeah. I wrote the book back then because we got so many questions that were pretty basic, basic investing questions and our phones were ringing off the hook. And I just thought, I'll just put it all, everything I know into this book and people got to read that uh, before investing. It'll be, it'll be, it'll protect people, right? Make sure you go through the checklist. Uh, mm-hmm. But that book started to cause confusion because people would read it and then say, so where can I find these $50,000, $75,000 properties that rent for 900 a month? <laughs> like, oh, I got to rewrite this. But I had a hard time getting to it. You uh, finally this year said, you know what, I'm just going to book your appointment at the recording studio and here's the date and hopefully you'll have it ready by then and having that deadline work power of accountability yeah deadlines work no doubt about it i know i'm an i'm an audiobook listener i listen to like 50 to 60 books a year and mostly on audio and then if i really love it or it's a kind of a technical book then i get the the paperback or hardcover to go with it so i can highlight it and dog ear it and all that stuff but um yeah i just really wanted to listen to retire rich again i wrote it i mean i read it in the beginning, but being able to listen to it was, was awesome. And I just, as you know, I just finished it. I listened to a little bit each day as I did my morning stretching. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, a lot, like I said, a lot has happened. I've learned a lot in the last eight years. And um, so it's almost like a new book. If you read the first one, this one, I've added quite a lot. Mm -hmm. So um, check it out. And I did uh, do it in my voice and you did yours in your voice along with about nine other voices. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Kids, females. Yeah. The whole thing. But I I did prepare for it. I did take a couple of voice acting classes um, just to be able to do that. And but honestly, I was, you know, I had a lot of gremlins in my head saying you shouldn't do this. People are going to write reviews like this guy should have hired someone to read it and all that stuff. But on Audible, there is uh, over 80 reviews now and the performance is rated 4.9 stars. So I'm really, really happy about that and grateful that <laughs> that I didn't get crushed. <laughs> Well, our family's always enjoyed your ability to do different voices. <laughs> I think you're an actor and didn't know. It, so hopefully it'll turn into a movie. But what uh, what inspired you to write The Wise Investor? I wanted to connect all these lessons that I've learned uh, over the last 25 years, as a 27 years as a coach, working with th- thousands of clients, but also over the last almost 20 years now with Real Wealth and all of our members and investors, everything that we've learned about creating financial freedom, uh, creating real wealth and these real wealth stories, you know, when we interview couples, it's so inspiring to see where people were and what they did and where they are now and the way they've created real wealth in their lives that 
I wanted to write a book about that. So originally I thought of a book um, that was called Creating Real Wealth. Uh, but then I turned on to this whole story writing process, um, learning about Joseph Campbell and the hero hero's journey and how all great movies and all great stories follow a similar theme through this hero's journey. So I kind of got turned on to that. And it was actually my coach, Kenji, who kept asking me when I was going to write my next book. Uh, one day I finally just answered him and I just said, no, I wrote my book. And one day I just said, you know, I think I, I think I could write a book if it was a story. I'd be compelling to do that. So that was a reason for the story. And I love parables. You know, they just, they get across information and they create emotional change and they're fun to read. And you remember the lessons, you know, we're human beings. We remember things in stories. So, mm -hmm. so that's why, that's why I did it. And connect with it emotionally. I mean, the, the hero is a young man with a family who's yeah. just challenged with trying to provide for the family and also be available to the family and, and feeling hopeless. I think that's a message many, many Americans or anyone anywhere could, could relate to today is like, how do I live real wealth? How do I live my dreams when I'm on this rat race? Yeah. Yeah. So I want to flip it around because I want to ask you a question. So <laughs> why did you write retire rich with rentals? Like what was the main, I know you said some of it, but like, what were the core key lessons that you wanted to communicate with people? Such a great question, my dear. And, um, I really wrote retire rich with rentals to protect people because mm -hmm. back then I think I had just won a Goldman Sachs award for, uh, top 100 most intriguing entrepreneurs. I had debated Robert Schiller on Fox news and that went really well. And that led to a lot more interviews on uh, national TV and international TV. So my reputation sort of preceded me. I guess you could say uh, I was in the news a lot and people from all over the world would uh, follow my advice and, and, and want to buy property, but they just didn't know how to do their due diligence. And I would, they would call me after it was too late to fix it. You know, they, they, they would hear what I would talk about and they'd run out and buy a property and lose money. And it was heartbreaking because I felt responsible, even though I wasn't, um, mm. because they, they never even came to me to, to talk about what they were doing. Uh, but this was a way for me to just make sure people understood the fundamentals because it is, it's, it was so easy for me to get people excited about buying real estate because I'm so excited about it and building a portfolio. Uh, but when you, when you don't follow the fundamentals and the steps needed to protect yourself, you can definitely get hurt. So yeah. that, that's why. Well, also we've been hurt, you know, and we've been like hurt. People, yeah. We've been hurt and then making, and not only from our own mistakes, but from people who are a little shady or don't have their, you know, the, the customer's best interests in mind and all that. So I think a, a lot of that was, I, I would think that was some of your drive too. Well, that was, I mean, you know, our business is based on trust and relationship. We find teams across the country because we're in California. Most of our investors don't live where they invest. Mm. So you have to trust a team. And what we found over the years is that sometimes that team would change. They would start out wonderful uh, and they'd either mm -hmm. not know how to scale or yep. they would get greedy. Um, and, and it wasn't the same service as when we started. And, and so I would be maybe recommending a team uh, that I didn't know had changed. And I didn't know how to fix that and protect people. And then it was like, oh, it's so obvious. Investors just need to know how to protect themselves. They don't need to lean on me. Mm -hmm. uh, so just there, it's just so simple, right? It's, it's simple, but not, but you, if you can't be there 
to buy your property. If you're, we have people buying from Europe or, you know, Canada or wherever they're Australia. We had tons of Australian investors who couldn't go see the property they were buying. Well, you don't have to, but you do need somebody to look at it. Who's a third party and an expert. That's pretty simple. You, you hire an inspector. That's what their job is. Uh, But people were buying properties without doing that. And of course, if you want to make sure that the value is there, you get an appraisal. And if you want to make sure that you're being quoted the right rental rates, then you, you know, you talk to the property manager who's going to manage that property and is going to not want to quote you the wrong rate because they don't want you to be mad at them. So yeah. there's a lot of ways to protect yourself. People generally are trusting. You know, I, I've been trusting, you've been trusting. And we think when we do a handshake with someone that they want the best for you. And what we found over the years is couldn't be further than the truth in a lot of cases. Yeah. Get a handshake, then get it in writing Yeah, <laughs> or the other way around for sure. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So what would you say is that the most common thing you hear from readers? I mean, the book's been out since 2014. So when people come up to you at conferences or whatever, even the reviews on Amazon, what's the most common thing you see that people mm-hmm. get from the book? The simplicity. I, I don't know why, but I, I, do have the ability to take complex topics and simplify it. Maybe mm-hmm. because I'm a mother of two children and they're grown up, but they now I've got a grandson and, you know, love, love to read to them and simplify things. And so I don't know. I just, I just know how to do that. So I've heard a lot of people say even their children read the book that sometimes, you know, in a couple of hours, it's a quick, easy read, but mm-hmm. that they were for the first time able to understand it and digest it and not feel mm-hmm. like it's such a foreign concept that's so overwhelming of buying real estate. And I'll, I'll tell you when, before we started Real Wealth and before we owned any property, we had a friend, Gina Gavellini, who bought her first property and she was telling me, the process and it freaked me out. I, I it was so overwhelming. I had no yeah. idea. It was like a different language. And I just thought I'm never going to know how to do that. And, and so I, I got to go back to those roots and say, this is how a lot of people feel. So how mm-hmm. can I really simplify it? So I would say that's what I hear the most is it's, it's simplified. It's digestible. Even a, a, a junior high student can read it. And I've had junior high students read it and decide they want to buy real estate afterwards. That's awesome. Yeah. And you know, in publishing, like when you write a, you know, when you're going for a normal, like my deal with Simon and Schuster, you have to create a book proposal and that has your, uh, table of contents. It has your first couple chapters. Um, and, and also you do a whole business plan. How are you going to market it? Who your ideal reader is, uh, how, what other books it's similar to, but in how it's different and all that. So for retire rich with rentals, who would you say is the ideal reader for that book? You know, it's so funny. I listened to it too. You listened to it and we both kind of learned some things, even though like I wrote it. Or um, reminded of some it's, things. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a reminder. It, it really is. It, I know for you, you said, oh my gosh, I'm excited to buy more real estate, even though this is what we do after yeah. you read it. Yeah. Just come. It's like going to church on Sunday. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. I remember why I should be a good person. (laughs) Yeah. And at the same time, I've, you know, I also know that, you know, looking at some reviews of my book and your book, that it's like someone who's an experienced real estate investor who has read all the books and they own a whole bunch of properties and everything. 
maybe not so much. You know what I mean? If they're looking for technical knowledge and they're really looking to, you know, learn something new or something like that and might, might not be the books for them, but yeah, someone who's been in the game for, I mean, just like, as you know, you and I have been investing since 1997. So, and I was still, yeah, inspired. So I guess there's the education piece, but there's also the inspiration piece, which is, that was more what I leaned to with the wise investor was a mindset shift and the inspiration piece. Yeah. So coming back to your book, the wise investor of this, this, husband and father who mm-hmm. really wants a better life for his family, wants yeah. more free time. Um, the, the typical worker in America who's overworked, right. And then trying to still be a good parent and a good husband and a good person and be in shape and eat well. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's a All lot. He wasn't doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the mentor and it's so funny. I've known you for, well, we've been married 25 years this, this year, and I've known you 27. And during those 27 years, you are who you say you are. Um, you know, there's no pretenses. Uh, you, you definitely, uh, set your goals yourself. You review them and you have this process that you've helped people with through the years, myself included, our whole family, friends, our corporation, you know, our, our employees, everybody mm. um, has followed this process that you share of meeting your future self. Mm-hmm. And I know that you do that on a regular basis. You have conversations and meetings with your future self to get advice. So let's just start there because it's kind of like what that's what the book seems to be kind of doing is Ryan gets to sort of meet somebody who he wants to be his future self, right? A mentor. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, the mentor, John, John Weiss, <laughs> no, which is uh, wise in German. Um, he, yeah, he guides Ryan through this process. It's one of the things, you know, he, he starts mentoring him and he guides him through this process of meeting his future self 10 years in the future. And it's such a powerful exercise for any of us. And I, that's why I put the whole thing, the whole process in the book and in the story so people could actually experience it and go through it themselves and meet their future self. Because when you get that clarity of who you want to become, what you want your life to look like, then you're so much more aware of the opportunities that are going to help you get there, that you tap into that reticular activating system, the RAS part of the brain that that sees things that um, it filters out everything else and it allows you to see what's most important to you. So by looking into the future and meeting your future self and seeing your future life, you all this, the opportunities and the people and all that, when they pop up nowadays, you know, in the current time, you're like, Oh, wait a minute, that, that kind of fits in and perfect to get me to that future self 10 years in the future. So yeah, I had to put that in there. And yeah, so he guides him through everything. You know, I would say the main lessons that John takes Ryan through in the book is this whole spending to invest and saving to invest, uh, spending not to invest, you know, overspending. He's doing what so many people in our country, the, the Henry's, the high earners, not rich yet people, uh, they're making a good income and but then they're, they're spending so much that they don't have money put aside to invest to make, so their money can't make money. So John takes them through that whole process. I'm very rich dad, poor dad, like in teaching him about assets and liabilities. And so that's, that's one of the biggest lessons is just kind of like getting into this mindset of, uh, how do you accumulate assets that are going to make your life better? Uh, things that are going to bring you income, things that are going to give you more time and things are going to bring you more happiness, um, bringing more of those assets into your life and starting to remove the liabilities. And so that's a key lesson on all levels. Yeah. I love that. 
Okay. Well, and where can people find the wise investor? Uh, it's everywhere right now, which is really cool. It's a rich dad book. So, uh, and as you know, Kiyosaki wrote the forward for me, which I'm blessed on that one. Um, but it's everywhere. It's in Target, Walmart. Um, Amazon is probably the easiest place. Uh, Audible for the audio book. Um, it's hardcover and, um, and Kindle. And just today you did your year end wrap up, um, webinar at real wealth, where mm. you help people just look back to sort of do the year in review of how you've grown, how you could grow more, the challenges, successes, the theme, um, that's all at realwealth.com. Just go to the resources or the uh, learning tab and you'll see a drop down for webinars. It's free to join real wealth. I highly recommend if, if you have not, uh, gone through this process with rich, it's very powerful. Our kids were actually um, in the other room listening to you. This is, you know, Chris has been doing this for years, yeah. but they, they said it was your best yet. So uh, <laughs> people can check hear. that out. And then you do the new year one um, and that, that'll be coming up in January. And if anybody yeah. wants to sign up for that, um, the focused investor that's in January, just go to realwealth.com join. If you haven't, it's free and you can get access to this free webinar that will really help uh, get you focused. And then finally, you and I are going to be doing, um, hosting a very small real wealth retreat mm -hmm. in Malibu, um, helping people do this process in person and really leave with a vivid vision, you could say, or just a really clear vision and goal uh, for our real wealth retreat. You can find out more about that um, at Real Wealth or my new site, kathyfedke.com. There's a little tab for masterminds. Uh, that's yeah. going to be really fun in person. So powerful. I mean, and the thing about masterminds are like, you're putting yourself in the room with other people who are living fully, you know, you know, mm -hmm. it's like getting, getting yourself in the room with people who, uh, have so much to gain and contribute, uh, and give to each other. Uh, that's what I love. The masterminds that you and I've done, we've made so many connections, lifelong connections, uh, with business colleagues, with other investors. So it's just, it's one of my favorite things about the mastermind is the relationships you create. Yeah. And, and we can only fit 16 people at the table. So mm -hmm. um, it's a very small group, but it's going to be three days uh, with a lot of fun involved too, hiking and going oh, to the yeah. beach and maybe some paddle boarding. But um, those details again at kathyfetke.com or somewhere on Real Wealth. I'm not sure what tab that will be on, probably under uh, events or learning. Okay. Well, I've got another meeting. <laughs> um, okay. So do Rich, I. <laughs> thank you so much for being here with me again on The Real Wealth Show. I love you. <laughs> love you. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Thank, thank you all for joining me here. Again, realwealth.com is where you can sign up for all those goodies. Take care. and We'll see you next time. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to realwealthshow.com.